This is the Yonkazine Brief with Peter Hofflin. In this edition of the Yonkazine Brief, I'm talking with Joof Kimchi, Chief Technology Officer of CheckCap. CheckCap is a clinical staged medical diagnostics company aiming to redefine colorectal cancer screening through the introduction of C-Scan, the first patient-friendly preparation-free screening test to detect polyps before they may transform into colorectal cancer. The new screening technology is being designed to enable early intervention and cancer prevention. The capsule-based screening technology is expected to significantly increase screening adherence worldwide and help millions of people to stay healthy through preventative colorectal cancer screening. The technology is based on an ultra-low, low-dose X-ray capsule, an integrated positioning, control and recording system, as well as proprietary software to generate 3D maps of the inner lining of the colon as it travels naturally along the gastrointestinal tract. One of the benefits of the technology is that it is non-invasive and requires no sedation. And unlike other capsule technologies, it requires no preparation, allowing the patients to continue their daily routine without interruption. Now, an important caveat is that the technology is not intended to replace a colonoscopy. The developers argue that at all times a positive result should be followed by a colonoscopy. I'm Peter Hofland, and this is the Oncosine Brief. The Oncosine Brief is developed in collaboration with our online journal Oncosine at oncosine.com, where you can find additional information and the latest news about cancer, cancer diagnosis and treatment, and cancer prevention. For information on how to support the program, visit our website at oncosine.com. And if you're living in the United States and want to receive our newsletter, text the word CANCER to 66866, and we will make sure that you'll receive our newsletter which includes an overview of the latest news in oncology and hematology. This is the Yonkazine Brief with Peter Hofland. In our program, we're occasionally looking at technologies that may be disruptive in the way we diagnose cancer. A new technology called C-Scan has the potential to not only be disruptive, but to create a new way we diagnose colorectal cancer and at the same time increase the number of people that may benefit from cancer prevention strategies. On the phone with me is Joaf Kimchi, the Chief Technology Officer of CCAP, a clinical state's medical diagnostic company aiming to redefine colorectal cancer screening. Joaf, welcome to the Oncosine Brief. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Traditionally, when we are looking at colorectal cancer screening, especially here in the United States, we are looking at colonoscopy. In some instances, we may be looking at the potential of other screening tools. But before we're going to talk about other methods or even a colonoscopy, how important is screening? Well, I think colon cancer is a very unique cancer in in the sense that it uh, it has a warning sign. Uh, polyps uh, that grow slowly in the colon it takes about five to ten years for a polyp to grow is a warning sign that might turn into cancer. So it's unique in that respect that if you stop this process, uh, you actually can avert cancer, not just detect it. And this is where 
<clears throat> it's uh, it's very important to to try to do that. So, if you compare a colonoscopy or other screening tools to screen and detect precancerous polyps, it is possible to prevent colon cancer. But that is not the case if you look at the diagnostic procedure in other cancers, right? For example, in the case of breast cancer or prostate cancer, with these tools we detect or diagnose cancer. And that is really a different process because it does not prevent cancer. That makes screening for precancerous polyps so unique. It can actually help to prevent cancer. That's correct. And uh, really breast and, and prostate and other cancers you find, maybe you're lucky and you find early cancer, but your patient is already a, a cancer patient. On the contrary, when you, have, when, when you find polyps, before they become cancer, and uh, with colonoscopy, take them out, uh, you stop the process and avert cancer. So that's a, that's a very big difference. Right. In terms of prevention, screening for colorectal cancer is important. Now, over the years, this screening has not changed much. The approach may have become better, and the prep may have been better or easier in some ways, but overall, the process is relatively unchanged. Now, you and your company are trying to change that a little bit, change the process of screening. Tell me a little bit about what you're doing. Well, you can think of the, our technology as really a way to, um, to make the, uh, the screening more accessible and, and patient-friendly. So uh, we, when we looked at the, uh, the main reasons why people uh, refuse it, do not want to do colonoscopy or not very happy with that is because you need to clean the colon. You need to cleanse it and it's, a, it's not a very a nice procedure. And then there's the invasiveness of colonoscopy and the whole process, which is also uh, not very friendly. So we looked at the way to um, develop a technology that will enable screening still for polyps and not for cancer before they become cancer, but in a way that will, uh, will not require uh, cleansing. So you can somehow see through the contents of the colon without the, uh, getting it cleaned and also um, having it patient friendly. So it's, it's like uh, adapting the technology to patients, to the way that they live. Uh, they want to have it easy. They don't want to think about it. And not the other way around when you need to cleanse the colon and uh, get uh, an invasive procedure and so on. So that's the reason why you're looking for different ways to create a new process for colorectal cancer screening. The technology you are introducing is a new technology, and it is different than what we would traditionally expect to see in the clinic. Tell me, why did you think of this technology as a potential, as something that could work? Uh, well, I have a background in, in high-energy physics, and I'm also um, an ex-Navy officer. And uh, I was thinking of how submarines uh, travel and look for, uh, try to map their uh, space um, in murky waters. And uh, I was aware of uh, colon cancer as a problem because... Uh, I was trying to persuade my father to do colonoscopy. His mother, uh, my grandmother, which I never met, uh, 
she died of colon cancer. So I was trying to persuade him to do colonoscopy and he was very reluctant. So uh, I learned a little bit about it and I understood that uh, um, the problem is, is the prep. Is, it's not friendly. It's, it's something that is, and all this uh, um, invasiveness is, is very, uh, <clears throat> very disturbing to people. Uh, so everything came together in that respect. And, uh, you know, using high-tech technology uh, to look for and to save lives is something that uh, is really uh, the best thing you, you can do. So your personal experience in the Navy and your family history helped you to develop this technology? Yes, yes that's exactly it. So tell me a little bit more about the technology. Yes, you can think of our capsule as a small submarine that has this unique radar, X-ray radar, that looks inside uh, the colon while it's, it's, it's in its natural form, it's, it's not empty, but can still th see through the uh, colon contents and uh, see the uh, lumen of the colon and, and look for polyps, those uh, bulging uh, uh, growths that might become uh, cancer. Right. Let's take a short break, and then we're back with Joaf Kimchi, Chief Technology Officer of CheckCap. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is encouraging cancer patients and survivors to be extra cautious during the COVID-19 pandemic. Cancer treatment, especially chemotherapy, weakens the immune system, making you at higher risk of severe illness. Dr. Lisa Richardson is director of the CDC's Division of Cancer Prevention and Control. Take these steps to stay healthy. Wash your hands often with soap and water. Clean and disinfect frequently touched surfaces daily. Stay home. If you must leave, keep at least six feet between you and others. Avoid touching your face, eyes, nose, and mouth with unwashed hands. If your temperature is 100.4 or higher, call your doctor. Use CDC's coronavirus self-checker to help you make decisions about seeking medical care. Make sure your caregivers and household members are aware of your higher risk and take precautions. Visit cdc.gov backslash coronavirus and preventcancerinfections.org for more health tips. Some of the best sounds you'll ever hear are generic, safe, effective, even money-saving, just like FDA-approved generic drugs. Even if they don't come in the exact same color or shape as their brand name equivalents, they have the same key ingredients and go through a rigorous review process. Talk to your doctor or pharmacist today and visit fda.gov slash generic drugs. Generics are safe, effective, and can save you money. You'll like the sound of that. This is the Alkazine Brief with Peter Hoffland. And welcome back. This is the Alkazine Brief. If you're just joining us, in today's episode of the Alkazine Brief, I'm talking with Joef Kimchi, Chief Technology Officer of CheckCap. Now, in the case of a colonoscopy, someone starts to prepare maybe a week before the actual colonoscopy by slightly adjusting his or her diet, drinking much more water, and in the days before the colonoscopy, with a special prep to clean the colon. The purpose of that is to clean the colon so that the gastroenterologist can actually see what is in the colon. 
Your technology is different. You refer to it as a submarine. Tell me a little bit more about the process. What's involved? So basically, um, there's three parts to the to the system. One is the capsule. It has a very unique X-ray scanning system inside, with very small amount of X-rays uh, actually being emitted when it's uh, screening. So it, the whole procedure is something like uh, one chest X-ray in terms of um, exposure or two flights from here to the United States. Uh, <clears throat> and there's a lot of technology in there, but basically it's it's like a radar that scans the, the column from within. And it has a communication with a tracking system. Uh, you can think of it as a, as a small GPS that uh, stickers on your back. And it locates the capsule all the time with very high accuracy and communicates with the capsule and tells it when to scan, when not to scan, take out data and track the position and everything, all the data comes into the capsule, into the uh, uh, tracking system. And at the end, you have a, um, a visualization system or a, a, a viewing system in which you can view the images and uh, understand if there's something that you need to alert the physician and tell the uh, gastroenterologist where a suspicion uh, finding might be that uh, he can look for it with colonoscopy if that's required. So what, what happens is that uh, you just uh, take the capsule, uh, swallow it with a little bit of water and uh, some uh, a, a tablespoon of uh, iodine contrast agent, standard uh, contrast agent that is used in other procedures. Uh, the uh, nurse or the technician puts the, the uh, uh, stickers on your back and you're free to go. Uh, it takes about two to three days. The procedure does not require any special diet or anything like that. So uh, <clears throat> you're following your normal and natural way. You can shower with the with the stickers. You can uh, sleep with it, obviously, and and so on. And the capsule travels naturally in your body until it goes out. It beeps when it go comes out, and you just send back the um, uh, tracking system for download for the physician to to analyze it. All right. So that seems to be a very simple procedure. Now, when you look at the different options for colorectal cancer screening today, here in the United States, a colonoscopy is still considered the gold standard, but there are other tests. And then of course, there are the more revolutionary kind of technologies, like what you're trying to do with C-Scan. If you look at the markets and you look at the different tools and screening methods that are out there and have been developed, where does C-Scan fit in? Mm -hmm. So basically, there are two um, two directions in which people uh, try to do screening. One is uh, looking for polyps. Uh, that's the precursors before they become cancer. Colonoscopy is obviously the, <clears throat> the leading uh, technology in the United States uh, for screening, but that's not true for, for Europe, for example, where uh, stool testing is, is the leading uh, process. And then there's uh, all kinds of other things like virtual CT and uh, there's a capsule, optical capsule for, for colon screening. But uh, basically, these require uh, cleansing. 
a very intense uh, procedure in which you you need to clean your bowel. And uh, <clears throat> but these these technologies basically look for polyps, look for the precursors. And there's the other uh, kind of technologies like stool testing, or uh, there's new uh, biomarker testing. And these really look for cancer, not for polyps. So <clears throat> actually, you're losing one of the leading uh, reasons to do uh, colon screening, because uh, colon cancer screening, because this warning sign that you have with polyps you lose once you look for um, the stool testing or the biomarker testing. So if you look at, the, at an average uh, person, the age, let's say, of 50, and uh, he is uh, doing a screening with uh, uh, stool testing or biomarkers or whatever, and he's lucky and he, he was uh, found with stage one cancer, that's the, the first stage, his life expectancy is about 12 years, 12 to 13 years if it's a woman. And if it's a, a, a longer stage or a higher stage, it can be much slower, much shorter than that. And uh, a lot of these patients will have very harsh procedures and uh, treatment for cancer. When you look at the other possibility of finding polyps, basically when you find a polyp, uh, you stop this process. So this patient goes on living normally, and he doesn't know that he even had a chance of, of becoming a cancer patient. So it's, a, it's something that you can do, but just look, listening to the warning signs. So as we've mentioned earlier in the program, this is truly prevention in the best way possible, and not early diagnosis. Yes, prevention is something that you can do with uh, finding polyps, yes. And uh, our Technology is basically for those who uh, do not want to do colonoscopies for whatever reason. Uh, sometimes they cannot do it because the, there's some um, uh, medical reason for that. But otherwise, uh, some, some people just don't do it because it's, they, they don't want to do it. Okay. Now, one of the biggest differences between a colonoscopy and C-scan is that if a polyp or precancerous polyp has been found... It can be removed during a colonoscopy, but it is not something that can be done with your technology. So that means that if you find something, if the gastroenterologist notices a precancerous polyp using C-scan, the patient still needs to go for further treatments. That's absolutely true. But if you look at the uh, average risk population, 85%, 80% of those people who are doing colonoscopy for screening don't really need to do colonoscopy. There's nothing there. So it's only those 15 or 20% or 10% of patients that actually have something that need to do colonoscopy. So if you have a very easy procedure as a first stage, and if something is found, then you need to do colonoscopy. There's a good reason to do colonoscopy. You can also think of the risks involved in colonoscopy, for example, a perforation, which is, has a statistics of about uh, one in a thousand patients. Um, that's the average uh, risk uh, of perforation, colon perforation. And one, of, one in 10 of those uh, patients who had perforation die because of complication from this procedure. So it's a safe procedure, but it's not, you know, totally safe. 
in that respect. So if if you can avert it, uh, it makes makes some sense anyway. Let's take a break. If you're just joining us, in this episode of the Yonkersin Brief, I'm talking with Joaf Kimchi, Chief Technology Officer of CheckCap. CheckCap is a clinical state medical diagnostics company aiming to redefine colorectal cancer screening through the introduction of C-Scan, the first patient-friendly, preparation-free screening test to detect polyps before they may transform into colorectal cancer to enable early intervention and cancer prevention. I'm Peter Hofland, and this is the Yonkersin Brief. Colorectal cancer is the second leading cause of cancer death in the U.S. among men and women combined. It's also very preventable, and when caught early, treatments are more successful. There are screening options available, from a colonoscopy to simple tests that can be done at home. If you're 45 years or older, you need to get screened. Don't put it off any longer. Talk to your doctor about which screening option is best for you. Call and schedule an appointment today. This message is brought to you by Oncazine and Physicians Weekly. Each day, researchers make new discoveries that bring us closer to the moment when all cancer patients can become survivors. Some days they take small steps. Others, huge discoveries lead to giant leaps forward. This progress, both small steps and giant leaps, happens with the help of clinical trials. Clinical trials are a fundamental path to progress and the brightest torch researchers have to light their way towards better treatments. And if you've been diagnosed with cancer, they may be your brightest ray of hope. Clinical trials introduce new hope in addition to the current standard of care by allowing researchers to provide participants access to cutting-edge and potentially life-saving treatments. So if you're interested in exploring new treatment options while helping to light the path for other patients, clinical trials may be the best choice for you. Speak with your doctor and visit standuptocancer.org slash clinical trials to learn more about clinical trials. Together, we can stand up for all of us. This is the Yonkazine Brief with Peter Hoffland. And welcome back. This is the Oncosim Brief. If you're just joining us, in today's episode of the Oncosim Brief, I'm talking with Joef Kimchi, Chief Technology Officer of CheckCap. You've conducted a number of clinical trials with C-Scan. Tell me a little bit about the trials and about the study results. Yes. So, um, our technology has been developed for quite a while, and we've had, I think, about 500 patients so far uh, swallowed the capsule, and uh, we did the trial to get um, uh, CE mark for for the European market. And following that, we had uh, um, uh, post CE approval um, trial, and that's where we got uh, sensitivity of seventy six percent for polyps larger than ten millimeters. Uh, actually. We, we didn't have high statistics, but uh, all the four polyps, uh, which were uh, larger than 40 millimeters, those are the ones that have uh, the higher possibility of, of being uh, turning into cancer, uh, were found by the, the colonoscopy. And uh, sorry, by the uh, C-scan uh, system. 
just in comparison, we're doing that in parallel to uh, doing uh, stool testing. And those stool testing actually found just one of those four. Uh, so we have good indication that uh, we have a, a good technology in our hands. Obviously, there's nothing that you can't improve all the time, and this is something that we're doing. Uh, so um, <clears throat> when we are uh, aiming for the United States, the idea is to get um, uh, approval for um, for this technology, uh, and we're planning to start a clinical trial, uh, a pivotal clinical trial. Uh, this year. We did do um, a pilot study at uh, Mayo Clinic and NYU with uh, 40, 45 patients as a start uh, uh, the end of 19, 2019. So outside of the United States, there are often other screening tools that may be preferred, uh, other tools other than a colonoscopy. Now, if you look at C-Scan, would it be fair to say that by offering this technology, when it is approved by the regulatory authorities and becomes available, it will increase the number of people that accept preventative screening? Do you expect that the number of people interested in avoiding a more invasive procedure but are still interested in prevention will grow? I believe so, and we believe so. And, uh, and the reason for that is because it's... Uh, such an easy patient-friendly procedure in that respect. There's no cleansing and just swallowing a capsule. And if you look at the statistics of colon cancer in Europe, and let's say a very uh, advanced uh, nation like Holland, uh, and they have about 70% uh, adherence to uh, screening in Holland with uh, and they use uh, um, stool testing for that. And stool testing is a, is a it's not a preventive method, it's, uh, it's detection. So you, they detect polyps, sorry, cancer. Uh, and if you look at the uh, statistics there, there's about two times, almost two times more people uh, having cancer, colon cancer, and dying of colon cancer than in the United States. Because in the, in the US, people are doing prevention by uh, using colon, colonoscopy. So we definitely think there's an advantage of uh, having uh, finding polyps and prevention of colon cancer. Now, hypothetically, if C-Scan is approved tomorrow, where would you position this? I can imagine that you look at something between a stool test and a colonoscopy. Is that the right assumption? It's for anybody who wants to do uh, prevention of colon cancer. And uh, first, maybe uh, they cannot do colonoscopy for medical reasons, or they, whatever people try to, to persuade them, they do not want to do colonoscopy. So that's the next, uh, that's the next method to, to, to use in that respect. So if you're looking at the total landscape of available screening options, you're not necessarily looking at converting people that would be interested to opt in for a colonoscopy. You're looking for people that may be interested in screening and prevention but want to, at the same time, avoid a colonoscopy. Is that correct? Yes, and, and it's basically it's, it's a method for, for the uh, gastroenterologists uh, to get those, those people that they don't see, the, those that uh, don't go to do colonoscopy. So they can give them this option 
And if polyps are found, then the, these, these patients will come back to do colonoscopy to take out polyps. So they, they actually they can um, have more patients uh, funnel through their uh, process than uh, what's going on right now. So right now, you are still in clinical development, but where are you in the development process? I mean, when we look at the different options that you may have in terms of bringing C-scan to market, there may be different territories and different regulatory authorities involved. Tell me a little bit about where you are in that process. As I mentioned before, uh, we did do uh, and got uh, CE approval for, United, for the European market, and we have approval for Israel. Uh, we are focusing on the U.S. Uh, it, this is our prime market. Uh, we see it as the, uh, the leading market in, in uh, screening uh, um, colon cancer. And uh, <clears throat> so we're, we're aiming for that market. We're preparing our uh, capsule for a, a study that will start this year, um, the um, pivotal study. And uh, hopefully in two years' time, we'll be ready for commercialization in the state once we have FDA approval. So that is definitely something to look forward to. It is probably a little bit early to ask, but here in the United States, a colonoscopy is covered by insurance as a preventative tool. Especially, it's covered when it's part of prevention and is considered the first screening method selected. Are you expecting that C-scan will be covered by insurance? Are you expecting that insurance companies would consider this as something they would cover as part of the traditional standard screening tools that are available? Yes, that's definitely an aim uh, that we, we want to, to pursue. And uh, we're going to uh, make it in terms of uh, cost and so on, so everybody can, can uh, do the screening. And uh, uh, it will make sense also from the uh, insurer's point of view to cover this. Now, let's talk a little bit about cost. I mean, if you compare a colonoscopy and everything that is part of a colonoscopy, from prep to execution and whatever it's part of it, if you compare that to C-scan, what would be the difference? I mean, is there a big difference in the cost? No, I, I think in the end, uh, it's going to be uh, uh, comparable or even less than a colonoscopy in the States. Let's take a short break, and then we're back with Joef Kimchi, Chief Technology Officer of CheckCap. Sarcoma. Odds are you've never heard that word before. But for the 40 people diagnosed with sarcoma every day, it is a life-changing word. Life-changing and devastating because sarcoma is cancer. Sarcoma is a cancer of bone and soft tissue more prevalent in children than in adults. More than 6,000 people lose their lives to sarcoma each year. Treatment options for sarcoma are limited, and new therapies are desperately needed. More research and increased awareness is necessary to find a cure for a cancer that you probably didn't even know existed until now. Through awareness, advocacy, and research, the Sarcoma Foundation of America is determined to help those affected by this forgotten cancer, to bring hope to the children and adults whose lives are forever changed by a word they had never heard before. Please help us in the fight to find the cure for sarcoma. For more information on sarcoma and the work of the Sarcoma Foundation of America, please go to curesarcoma.org. 
Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with an SPF of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. This is the Yakazine Brief with Peter Hoffland. And welcome back. In today's episode of the Yakazine Brief, I'm talking with Joe F. Kimchi, Chief Technology Officer of CheckCap. I'm Peter Hoffland, and this is the Yakazine Brief. Now, new technologies can often be disruptive, and in this case, I can imagine that C-Scan can be potentially disruptive. But it can also be a technology that welcomes a lot more people to be screened for colorectal cancer. If we look outside of preventative screening for colorectal cancer, are there other applications, other therapeutic areas that may benefit from your technology? Well, we've built a platform that basically gives us the ability to track a capsule and to know exactly where it is in the in the. Uh, colon in, in the gastrointestinal system, and we have communication, a reliable communication with the capsule all the time. We can detect uh, uh, disease uh, and uh, <clears throat> not only uh, polyps, there's uh, other possibilities like uh, uh, Crohn's or um, inflammation. So you can think of a, of a device that has both the potential of uh, finding uh, localized disease in the gastrointestinal system and uh, maybe also uh, releasing uh, drugs locally to this area where it's uh, most needed uh, with uh, minimal um, systemic effects if, you, if you're releasing it locally. So there's, there's quite a lot of things that you can do once you have such a, a platform uh, that allows you to uh, to know exactly where you are and control it all the time. Right, but that is probably a little bit more in the future. Yes, that's definitely in the future, and obviously we we've wrote patents for that, and it's something that uh, we're discussing with the potential uh, collaboration. Now, what would you like physicians to know about C-scan, but also what should patients know about and understand? about the technology you're developing? Well, the first thing is that uh, we are aiming for colon cancer prevention. That means uh, finding polyps before they become cancer. Um, <clears throat> so that's, that's, the, uh, that's the aim, and that's the reason that uh, we, we wake up every morning to, <clears throat> to go to our work. And uh, uh, the idea is really to, to um, uh, try to persuade people to do uh, screening, uh, which can save life. So that, that's, that's what we're trying to do. And I guess that is what everybody wants to know. How can I prevent a horrible disease from developing? And it is definitely comfortable to know that with the right screening tools, it is possible to prevent colorectal cancer. Thank you so much for joining us today. I look forward to seeing this technology being used in the clinic. 
where it can actually help prevent cancer. Thank you so much. Thank you, Peter, for having me. Hi, I'm Paul Schmidt, one of the many voices of the Ankazine Brief and the Ankazine News Minute. Give us just 60 seconds and we'll update you about the latest news and information about cancer, cancer diagnoses, cancer treatment, and cancer prevention. We'll tell you what you need to know and why it matters. For more information, text the word CANCER to 66866 and we'll email you our free newsletter or go to Ankazine at www.ankazine.com. The Ankazine Brief and the Ankazine News Minute are brought to you by Sun Valley Communication in association with Physicians Weekly and the American Association of Medical Education. Every year, nearly 935,000 people die as a result of colorectal cancer and more than 1.9 million new cases are identified. Colorectal cancer typically begins as precancerous polyps or abnormal growths in the colon or rectum which can be present for up to 10 years before developing into an invasive cancer. As a result, screening for polyps before they turn into cancer is the most direct method for colorectal cancer prevention. Despite evidence that standard screening through colonoscopy can prevent colorectal cancer, adherence remains low due to the required preparation, invasiveness, and in some communities, limited access. Most patient-friendly colorectal screening tests currently available or poised to enter the market, such as fecal or liquid biopsy tests, are primarily designed to detect cancer and demonstrate a low sensitivity in detecting precancerous polyps. As such, they do not necessarily provide patients with a time window to preempt the disease. There is therefore an unmet medical need for a non-invasive screening method that can detect precancerous polyps. In this program, I spoke with Joe F. Kimchi, Chief Technology Officer of CheckCap. CheckCap is a clinical stage medical diagnostics company aiming to redefine colorectal cancer screening through the introduction of C-Scan, the first patient-friendly preparation-free screening test to detect polyps before they may transform into colorectal cancer to enable early intervention and cancer prevention. For more information about CheckCap and the C-Scan, visit the company's website at check-cap.com forward slash company. For us here at the Oncosine Brief, we want to thank you, our listeners and sponsors and advertisers, for your ongoing support. Your support makes it possible that you can hear this program via PRX Public Radio Exchange and in the United Kingdom and mainland Europe via UK Health Radio. And you can also download our program via podcast and streaming media, including iTunes and Spotify. For more information about supporting the Oncuzine Brief, go to oncuzine at oncuzine.com. If you're living in the United States and want to receive our newsletter, text the word CANCER to 66866, and we will make sure that you'll receive our newsletter, which includes an overview of the latest news in oncology and hematology. Thank you all, and thank you for listening. And join us again for our next episode. I'm Peter Hovland, and this is The Youngest in Brief. The Oncazine Brief is produced by Sun Valley Communication in association with Physicians Weekly and the American Association of Medical Education. Support for The Oncazine Brief comes from listeners of this station and our commercial underwriters and advertisers. 
For more information about advertising, underwriting, and sponsoring options, visit Oncazine at www.oncazine.com forward slash underwriting. The Oncazine brief contains health and medical related information and is provided for educational and entertainment purposes only. The content in this program is not intended as a substitute for professional medical or health advice and does not replace your doctor's advice and guidance. Your doctor is the best person to answer questions about your personal health. If you hear something in this program that doesn't agree with what your doctor has told you, ask him or her about it.